This is Psalms to God, Season 1, Episode 28, Fruit of the Spirit, Goodness. You can find the transcript for this episode at www.psalmstogod.com slash goodness. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good indeed. Evening came, and then morning, the sixth day. Genesis chapter 1, verse 31, CSB. Psalms to God podcast. Um, we are continuing the Fruit of the Spirit series, and today we're talking about goodness. So once again, I have a guest with me. Today I have my friend Miriam. She's also my coworker. I met her in grad school, and I thought that she would be the perfect person to come on and talk about goodness. So welcome to the podcast, Miriam. Thank you, Cherie. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so... Um, when you hear the word goodness, what are your like what's the first thing that comes to your mind? So, to me, goodness and the essence of being good as a person is wishing good things upon other people and doing good and being genuine about it. Like helping others when they need it. Um being there for people when they need it with whatever means that you can. Yeah. Yeah, I think Definitely the key word I think you said is like being genuine about it. Because I feel like a lot of people do good things like for show or, you know, to get likes on social media. And that's probably not actually like goodness. Yeah. But I like when I first read goodness, I was kind of, okay, I was stumped for like a lot of the words. I feel like I say that for every like Fruit of the Spirit episode. So basically the Fruit of the Spirit um in the bible there's like this section where it talks about like these fruit that you will bear or these traits that you will have um if you are cultivating your relationship with god and so um biblically speaking the holy spirit is supposed to indwell within you and so by doing that it gives you these particular traits and goodness being one of them i was like i don't i don't know what that means like good like in order i guess to define goodness you have to define good and i was like what does it mean to be good to be good right and you know i was thinking about like we use good so casually yes we say like oh this is some good food yeah. or like this is some good music or like whatever right. and so i started like digging through the internet i was like okay somebody smarter than me has to know what this means <laughs> and i found this um I guess it was like maybe like a five minute clip and the guy was talking about how good is always in relation to something else. Right. He was like, there's like a standard. So like you're comparing it. Like if you say this is good food, you have to have had like bad food. Mm -hmm. And I was like, huh, that's, yeah, that's interesting. And so when we say goodness, if you're referring to like an act 
or like a person you have like there's a standard right that we're holding it right. against right and so i figured people probably have different ideas of goodness based on whatever they're weighing it against and so like culture and religion and all of those things can kind of like shift they can shape what good means to a person yeah yeah and so i was like oh that's interesting so for the listeners i also i guess i should also point out that miriam is muslim so that's also part of the interesting (laughs) part i guess of the conversation um i think that our definitions of goodness will probably be sort of similar Similar, but i was also curious if there will be differences in our definitions based on the religious religious difference yeah well so that's i guess that's something that i did want to ask if we can touch on religion so in my religion um all of our actions are based on our intentions Mm -hmm. so if you have the intention to do something good like let's say i have the intention to donate to the poor for my genuine care for the poor and not to sit there and like have people say like, wow, you know, she's donating money. She's so great. She has money, you know, things that are just for show. But my actual intention is just to really be there and help them. But let's say, for example, I can't do it this week for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. I had some financial crisis. I had an emergency situation. My intention, that good intention that I had to help, I get good deeds for that from God. So it's your intention that really shapes your action mm-hmm. in my religion. Like the intention is definitely a big part of it. If you have the intention to do something good and it's just for the genuine feeling of doing good and not so that people can sit there and praise you for it and so that people can like applaud you for it. You don't do things for other people's satisfaction. Mm-hmm. You do it for the sake of you being a good relatively good Good person person. yeah 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 i think um so in christianity there's well i guess it's that's probably a whole nother podcast episode in the debate of works versus faith um some people believe that you have to do things to earn salvation and then there's also the belief that salvation is given freely by Christ's sacrifice on the cross. Um, I am in the latter camp. But I also agree that if you genuinely are following Christ, then you do good because he would want you to do good. So right. it's, it's kind of, like I said, it would be like a whole other podcast right, episode to, get into, to get into all of the details. But I agree with you in terms of intention. Um, I, I think that, you know, sometimes we do mean well, like, Um, even not so far as like, oh, I wanted to donate something and, you know, I couldn't donate it because it broke or it turned out I actually needed it or something like that. But also just like, for instance, like, I feel like things get misconstrued between people. So like, for instance, I might see somebody and like smile at them and they could take it as though I was laughing at them because of something going on, like, In internally. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't think God would be like, she was laughing at her because she felt like she was laughing at her. So right. then that's not a good thing. Like, like I understand. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think God does look at the intentions. Um, 
Though I also think that in certain cases too, we I guess we have to be mindful of how people perceive people our... perceive things. Yeah, like I remember when I first started working, the job that I worked for, they had this slogan that perception is reality. And it's like super creepy because you're like, but I don't know what other people's perception is. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. But I I get it in the sense that, you know, we do have like a responsibility like to read each other's like facial expressions or their body language and be like, oh, I've said something that was not good. like I meant it for good, but it was not taken as good. As good. Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of also goes in goodness and being able to like backtrack and be like wait wait i don't want to offend you yeah let's go back and hash this out like let's let's get back to to good level you know playing fields and whatnot um but yeah i so i thought about how i would define good and i also said genuine not self-serving not self-seeking um but then i wanted to look up the actual definition of good um, because I've been finding that a lot of words, I thought I knew what they meant and the dictionary told me that I didn't know what I was saying. So I looked it up in Greek and Hebrew because that's what the original texts were. And I looked it up in English. Um, the Greek and Hebrew definitions, of course they, they use the word good in the definition of goodness, which is kind of a roundabout. Really. Um, <laughs> But they also say things like fair and joy was also in the Hebrew definition, which I didn't really, I mean, I guess joy and goodness go together, but I didn't really think of that as a definition. Um, then they mentioned virtue, um, the quality or state of being good. <laughs> a random definition was the nutritious, flavorful, or beneficial part of something. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Because people say, you know, like the... Did you get the goods? Did you get the goods? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so then I also looked up the word good, since they keep using the word good in the definition of goodness. And um, it was like of a favorable character, suitable, agreeable, virtuous. Also said upper class. Wasn't really expecting that. And then it said competent, um, which I guess, you know, like, are you good at... Right. Are Are you good good at at this job? Yeah. Yeah. And so, again, there's like some comparison, like there has to be like a standard. Um, But something that stuck out to me is like a favorable, favorable character. Um, And I thought about like when we talk about goodness, generally we frame it in reference to ourselves. Right. Like, for instance, if I say I had a good day, I mean that... Relative to relative other to, days. Yeah. But also, I mean, like, things happen that were in my best interest. Right. Like, for instance, like, something bad could have happened, like, somewhere else. Yeah. And I could know that, you know, there were, like, bad things over here. I'm like, but I had a good day. Like, you know, there are some people starving over there, but right. it was a good right. day. Or, like, similarly, something, like, grand could happen. Kind of like how you said being happy for other people. Right. Like, I could have found out that, like, my friend got, like, a new promotion. Right. It was, like, it was a good day for her, but I had a crap day because I didn't get a promotion. And yeah. 
<laughs> right, right. So we think about it in regards to ourselves, which is that a good thing? <laughs> yeah, I I was like, oh, that's probably not the right definition. Um, so like you mentioned how like good or good deeds are referenced um, in Islam. Um, so I guess I should mention that in the Bible, there is this quote from Jesus where somebody comes up to him and they call him like good teacher. And his response to them is like, why do you call me good? There's no one good but God. And it's kind of like an ultimate statement. You're like, oh, okay, I guess that's the standard. And if God is the standard of goodness, then... Then no one's yeah, ever going to even No one's going to achieve that. <laughs> but it was interesting because I went back through the Bible to try to find like verses about goodness. And like literally all of the verses about goodness are directly related to, to God. God. It's like the goodness of God or God's goodness. And I was like, oh, that explains why my definition of goodness is probably extremely like skewed because I think of it in terms of self which is not probably not right um but I thought it was interesting because as I was trying to like frame my mind around it I was like so I should be thinking it is good if it is for the greater good not just like not just for my reference yeah right but that's such a hard way of thinking right I I was failing (laughs) because then it's like I understand why it would be difficult to think of it that way because then it's like when you say that you've had a good day, then what does that mean? Right. What do you say instead of that if we're going to look at good as something for the greater good? Right. I was like, this this changes the whole way of like language. Right. I don't, I was like, now I don't know what words I'm using or I don't know. I was having like a, I guess like a crisis (laughs) moment where I was like, wait. What do I use in place of good this? now? Yeah. And so it was It was just interesting um, because I don't, I feel like I, I use the word good a lot. Right. But I don't stop and think about what I mean when I say I feel good. good. Yeah. I am good. Or, oh, he's such a good person yeah. or something. We don't think about it in the deeper sense of like how like your religion or my religion really yeah. define and look at good. good. Yeah. And then I and then I realized that I actually think from like a human point of view that we're actually defining good more so as the opposite of bad. Right. Um because like generally it's like okay, there's the standard God is good. If we're comparing good to God, no one is good, but because there's so much bad in our world I feel like we're comparing it to like oh they're not like them so they're good right but then where are the standards really set yeah. at that point and I was like then the standards kind of low yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like oh like because I was thinking about it and I was like oh we define somebody as being good because they like for instance say I drop my wallet mm-hmm. and you return me my wallet to me. I'm like, oh, you're a good person because you returned the wallet. But like, that should be the standard. That should be expected. Yeah. 
but sadly i think it's because in that situation you would expect that you dropped your wallet you lost it somewhere that a stranger is just gonna pick it up and take it yeah and that's bad but the fact that the stranger picked it up and gave it back you're like oh that's good yeah but that should have been expected right I think our our standards that shows how people's standards have really decreased because of all the bad that's in this world. So when people do basic small actions like that, we're, we we don't take them for granted. Yeah, we we are very thankful. We're like, wow, they returned me my wallet, even though it has my name on it. It has my ID in it. Yeah. Of course, it belongs to me. But we don't think about it that way. We just say the alternative is they could have stolen it, walked yeah. away with it, or even just ignored it. Right. And it's, I find myself thinking that a lot. I'm like, oh yeah, like this, like this could have happened. So it's it's really good that it it didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I have a friend who got pulled over by the police just last night. And, you know, she was like, oh, I got home safely, you know, all, all of this. And I'm like, oh, that's good. Like, because, like, my first instinct was, like, that could have been really bad. Like, yeah. Like, you could have died or ended up in jail or something for something stupid. Right. And I'm like, oh, but it, like, you really shouldn't have those types of, like, concerns. Like, it, I don't know, it's really weird. Yeah. Like, the fact that we would get concerned like, even now, my parents worry, like, oh, be safe on the road, because even if you do get stopped by a cop, you don't know if the cop it's will good. treat you good. Yeah. Like, we have a saying, it doesn't translate perfectly to English, but it says, it's, I guess the, the rough translation is, um, your protector could also be your harm. So, they say that now about police officers because you never know they're supposed to be our protection when things go wrong or when even in in a traffic stop like you shouldn't fear for your life but that person that's supposedly protecting you could also be the one who inflicts harm on you so and especially being a woman and being of a minority and you know for me wearing the scarf so yeah it's it's yeah, it's scary, and you're just like, oh my goodness. So when a cop just gives you a ticket and you get to drive away, you're like, yay, that was good. I just yeah. got a ticket. I didn't fear for my life. Nothing bad happened. Yeah. And, I, like, it's scary. Because as I was coming up with, like, questions for this episode and I was digging in, I realized how much I, like, I guess how low my standard was for goodness. Right. I was like dude everything is like oh nothing bad happened it's good yeah and i was like that's i don't really think that's how it was meant to be or supposed to be and i i don't know how um other people i guess would feel um about it particularly people who don't necessarily have like a religious standard for goodness people who are just kind of like oh i think this is good because of my moral um upbringing or whatever but I, I feel like everybody, religious or not, would agree that the state of the world is not good. Right. And so, yeah, I was just like, oh. Like, even um, I went somewhere for work, and when I travel, so almost every time I travel, there's like a 50-50 chance that the TSA agent will want to check my hair. Right. And 
I'm usually like, oh, I had a good experience because they did not check my hair. And of course, one one trip they did check my hair. The other one, they didn't check my hair, but they thought that something was in my pocket, so I still got checked. Right. And so I'm just like, this was a bad experience. Um, but it was so weird because I was like, like I feel like my expectations should be higher. Like it's good because they were pleasant to me and they were nice and they right. were friendly. Not because like oh I got through and they didn't they didn't ask to they search didn't my hair profile me a yeah. certain way that I agree because the same thing happens to me I recently traveled and whenever the TSA agents are nice and they're like oh I'm just going to pat down your scarf and I don't know what they're called the bomb swipes oh, when they yeah. bomb swipe their hands and you know I was like wow she was so nice about it she said it so kindly but why should I always be pulled off to the side and checked for that every time but yeah. i still considered it a good experience because she was so nice she said it with a smile you know less people stared at me this time so i was like okay it was it was a good experience so yeah. you're right like we don't think about it that way like <laughs> why should i be swiped every time just because i wear i dress differently yeah but we i still consider it a good experience when they don't say it rudely mm -hmm. or when they don't make me stand there and wait, even though I've seen that the machine is clear and it went green and says, okay, pass, but they still make you stand there and wait sometimes. Yeah. And it makes people stare and it gets everyone paranoid and worried. And I'm standing there like embarrassed. And that's what I would call a bad experience. Yeah. But why should a good experience be, oh, them swiping me and being nice right. with a smile? Yeah, you're like, no, a good, a good experience should be like... Treating me just treating, like anybody yeah. else passing through. Yeah. And I was just like, oh. So, like, I think one of the things, like, as I was looking through it, I was just like, how can I... How can I be a better standard to help raise the standard? Right. I mean, obviously, I don't work for TSA, so I can't help sorry to everybody else who has to go through tsa that's always always a pain yeah always <laughs> a pain but i was like when i'm going through like my day-to-day -day life kind of like you said like this genuine happiness desire to do good and i was like i feel like i feel like yeah we have this simple like okay if i see somebody drop their wallet i'm gonna give it back but i was like how can i go like Above the extra mile. that, yeah, like above the expected, and do something that's like truly good. Right. In the wallet situation, I wouldn't know what <laughs> you could do to be like extra good in that case, like something that someone wouldn't expect. I don't know. Like there was a time that I um I parked at the mall, and as soon as I got out of my car, I saw a credit card on the ground, mm -hmm. and. I think a the right thing to do would be to take it and you know throw it out so that no one else mm -hmm. takes it and tries to use it. Yeah. Um, but what I did was I called that bank and I said I found so and so's number. This is the number that's on it. This person clearly dropped it. Cancel it, oh, just that's in case. Nice. So the credit card company was like, thank you so much for doing this. And, you know, what's your name? And thank you so much. And, you know, I just wanted to 
just do it because I was like, if I lost my credit card, it would be really great if someone just gets it canceled on my behalf too. And then throws it away. So when I had told one of my friends about it and I was like, oh, I found a credit card on the ground and I called the company and said like, hey, so-and-so's name, blah, blah, blah. And my friend was like, you know, you didn't really have to do that, right? All you have to do is just like throw it away, maybe cut it up with a scissor so that people don't find it in the garbage. But you really didn't have to do that. But I think that's going the extra mile. That, I think, I think that is thing. going yeah. the extra. I think in that situation, that was good. Yes. Even like without society's like low standard of good, I yeah, think that like was actually good. Actually good. So yeah. I was like, I think people sh- like not should do this. You should dispose of it, obviously, so that it yeah. doesn't get into the wrong hands. But I think by doing that, it made me feel like if this person was started panicking and called the company, they'd be like, don't worry, it's already canceled, taken care of. Like, just knowing that maybe you put a little bit of peace in yes. someone else's life yes, makes you feel like it. it's good. Giving people peace, definitely. I think that's definitely something that could be done. Um, one of the things I thought about... So I have a friend that, like, he randomly talks to homeless people. Um, Normally, you know, you just try to give them what they need, and that's your standard of, like, good. Like, oh, I gave them a dollar, or I gave them some food, or whatever. And they were talking about how, like, some of them just need somebody to, like, talk to them. Or to, like, pray with them, or, I don't know, just prove that, like, they're still a human being. And... I, so I read a book, I don't know, maybe like a month or two ago, and in the book, it's about this lawyer who was working on all of these cases for people who were either wrongfully charged or they were given excessive sentences for whatever they were charged for. And there was this guy that had been in prison for like 20 years. They put him in jail when he was like 12 or 13, and so of course, like, atrocious things had happened to him while he was in prison and now he was like not all there like emotionally and mentally and so the lawyer brought in like a reporter to do like a story on him so the reporter took photos and all of this and in the aftermath the guy that was in prison was so like excited about the pictures he sent the lawyer a message and he was like i only have like a dollar and something in my prison account if i send it to you can i have some of the pictures and he was like he just wanted the pictures because it made him feel alive and that he was like really there and worth something and like reading it touched my heart i was like oh my goodness like the feeling like can you imagine being that happy over like a picture just because somebody is seeing you and like realizing you're there and I was like I imagine that is probably how people feel because a lot of times even if you are giving to the homeless you're not really paying them any attention it's just like oh here here's your dollar go away and I was like yeah I guess that would be above like our standard to actually sit down and have like a, a full-out conversation. Yeah. And it's also like they know that there's a stigma that surrounds them mm-hmm. because they are homeless. And it, when they see that you do talk to them and you treat them like, hey, you're a person just like me, but you know, maybe 
your life just went a little rough and you've yeah. had a few like, you know, wrong turns and it led you to this path, but you're still a human being. And in God's eyes, we're all equals. Yeah. And as long as, you know, you're not doing anything to harm other people, why, why should you not be looked at as an equal to me? Right. Right. Someone that I can talk to and I guess be civil towards and make yeah. you feel like, hey, you exist. You're a person too. We see you. you right. Know, and we pray for you. So. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, maybe I should stop and have more conversations right with people especially like homeless shelters like you know when they have like feeding the homeless and such you're in like a safe environment you know Mm. nothing's going to harm you it's a whole crowd of people you know so because i also understand the fear yeah as a female you know you can have by just like initiating conversation you don't know who you're dealing with at the end of the day So maybe in those situations, like when you're able to, with a group, like you're doing like feed the homeless or something, talk to them and just be like, Hey, you know, how was your day? Did you enjoy your meal? Like, yeah. Yeah. Tell me about yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Tell tell me something about you. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I definitely think for me going forward, like I definitely want to be more, I guess, present and trying to do like more than the bare minimum to be a good person mm-hmm. um but it was really eye-opening because I was just like oh yeah I don't I don't my standard for what I consider good is not nearly as high as it should be right like it's like going forward you want to try to do things that are not good relative to society but good relative to I suppose what our religions say is good yeah right because then you're holding your own self to a higher standard of good. Right. Yeah. So, thank you for coming. You're and welcome. for sharing. <laughs> um, did you have any other final thoughts before we close out the podcast? Um, no, this definitely opened my eyes to what it means to be good. And I always love doing, like, things that relate, like, you know, the similarities between religion mm-hmm. that always makes me happy to see because a lot of people focus on the differences between yeah. every religion. And this just makes me feel like, you know, there are a lot of things that we do have in common, especially in regards to like, you know, moral standards and our obligations to society and to people and, you know, to being good and what leads us, I suppose, to heaven at the end of the day. So thank you. Yay. Thank you. And to the listeners out there, thank you for tuning in. I hope that this has been eye-opening to you as well and that it has helped you shape and define your definition of goodness. I am encouraging everyone to raise their standard of what it means to be good and to do good and to have goodness within them. As always, the transcript for this episode will be on the website you can find it at www.psalmstogod.com slash goodness. Thanks again for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe. See you guys next time. <laughs>